0: Insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company.
1: Folks, we always talk about five key areas. Number one, most importantly, is your income, two is taxes, three is your investments, fourth is healthcare strategies, and five is estate planning. So today we're going to be talking about healthcare strategies in case of a crisis were to happen, and of course, how to manage and build out an estate plan properly. We come right back with On the Money with Secure Money and now on the money any good retirement plan starts with the foundation asset protection tax reduction
0: holistic planning these are
1: the things that start to move you towards having a retirement plan
0: retirement doesn't have to be complicated you think that's the difficult part that's just getting started and now on the money with secure money
2: Hey, welcome in everybody. This is On the Money with Secure Money. The good news is Brian Quaranta is here today. Brian is president and CEO of Secure Money Advisors. He is, uh, well, he's a fiduciary. He's an independent. He's been helping folks for more than 20 years. And uh, one of the things that we're going to talk about today, really the big thing we're going to talk about today, Brian, is estate planning. This is it. This is an exciting time.
1: It is. And it's, this is a big deal. And, um, you know, Secure Money Advisors, you know, we believe in a holistic approach. And as fiduciaries, we want to make sure that our clients have a real plan. And part of having a real plan is having a strategy in place for your estate. Um, and when we sit down with folks... And we do the complimentary reviews that we do with them when they come in. One of the areas that we always talk about is estate planning. And I bet you about 85% of the people we talk to and ask whether or not they have updated legal documents, they'll usually tell us no, they don't have them, they've been done a long time ago, or they just don't have them at all. So a lot of people tend to kick the can down the road when it comes to their estate plan. But good news is we've got Tim Seckler today. Hey, Tim, how are you, man?
3: Doing great. Thanks for the invite. Hi, Steve. How are you? Hey, Tim. Nice to see you.
1: Uh, so we're going to be talking everything estate planning. And Tim, I kind of want to just talk a little bit about what you guys are doing at Secular Law. I've been very impressed with how you guys operate as a company and the services you provide. Um, but just share with us, I mean, what are the main areas that you guys focus on at Secular Law?
3: Sure. So our office, our headquarters is in Cranberry Township, and, and we really focus on uh, three different types of cases. So we do estate planning, wills, trust, powers of attorney documents that are designed to help our clients meet their goals. Right. Um, and, and so we've got a educational, um, Component to it that we're going to talk about a little bit. Another type of case is we help post-death administration. Um, so if you've been named the executor and you're dealing with the loss of a loved one, we help you through all the legal hoops you got to jump through, the court process, the tax returns, and, and all of the headache that accompanies uh, the loss of a loved one. And then the third case that we do, which is a little bit unique, is we do what we call nursing home crisis cases. So this is a situation where either your spouse or perhaps your parent, if you are the the child that's the power of attorney. Um, when someone goes into the nursing home, that is probably the biggest financial threat the family's ever gonna face, right? Mm -hmm. So the state of Pennsylvania says the nursing homes are are, uh, on average just shy of 15 grand a month. And, And so there's not a lot of families that can take that financial hit. And so what we do In those cases is we talk with the family about things like Medicare, Medicaid, veterans benefits, different types of care facilities. And how can we how can we put together a long term care strategy where the person gets the care they need without going broke in the process? And and so um, that's a significant chunk of what we do. And I'll tell you,
1: in in regards to long term care, um, because we're on the financial planning side, I know how difficult it is to actually protect people with a long term care insurance policy. Um, you know, what I, we run into a lot here is that if somebody wants to protect themselves, a lot of times they don't even qualify to get a policy right. because they're not healthy. And and number two, even if they do qualify, it's really expensive. Right. So there are things you can do from a legal standpoint um, that are probably just as good, if not better than, let's say, just even having a long term
3: care policy. So. Yeah, and and th- you know the challenge with long term care is yes it's expensive yes it's a lot of premiums but the traditional uh, sort of complaint is more risk based right so like if I'm going to pay x thousand dollars a year for this insurance policy for twenty years boy that could be six figures in premiums what happens if I never get sick right and so now there's different products that sort of address that um, but you know it it is it is almost even if even if you were going to invest in a long term care insurance product it is. Almost going to be prohibitively expensive for most families to buy enough benefit to cover the cost of skilled nursing, right? Now, long-term care insurance can help, let's say, in in-home care or personal care if that care is going to be $6,000 a month. But if you go to skilled nursing, where we're talking about on average just shy of 15000 a month... Nobody's the, the people that could afford that insurance contract can self-insure, right? Well, th- I, I totally agree with that.
1: And I can tell you, folks, I mean, um, working in that market for 20 years, I mean, uh, m- the majority of people don't qualify. And even if they do, to Tim's point, it's really expensive to cover for the benefit that you really, really, really need. So um, what happens when you get a phone call um, that uh, dad had a stroke and he's going to a nursing home? What's the first steps a family needs to take? I mean, other than contacting you guys.
3: Yeah. So this is this is an extremely stressful situation. Right. Um, and the family's going through a lot. The family's going through one, you know, choosing a care facility. And oftentimes they don't have a lot of time. A, a nursing home admission typically takes place following like an event, a fall, a medication mistake. And so now the family's sort of scrambling. Um, they're working with probably a hospital discharge planner. They end up in a nursing home. They really didn't shop around. And now the nursing home starts putting paper in front of them. Sign here, sign here, sign here, sign here, sign here. And oftentimes it it makes sense to take a pause and say, you know what? I don't really understand what I'm signing here. Um, There's paperwork here about Medicaid. There's paperwork here about dad's money, which frankly, I don't know all that much about. I'm going to have somebody take a look at this with me. And then, so there's the opportunity at that point to to have an attorney do a review of the situation just to see, are we making a mistake before we sign this contract?
1: Well, this is what I really love about what you guys do at Secular Law. And and because it's very similar and in line with what we do here at Secure Money, and that's help educate people first, um, because how do you make decisions without understanding what you're dealing with? Right. And, you know, whether you're doing financial planning or you're doing estate planning, it can be very, very complicated. And you want to know all the different moving parts that and things that you need to address before you start signing paperwork that a nursing home is putting in front of you. Right. You can avoid, I'm sure, some pretty costly mistakes there.
3: Oh, yeah. And, you know, what we're really doing is, and, and it's easy when we're having these conversations to sort of demonize the nursing home. Look, that's not the problem. Yeah. The the nursing home is providing care that the person needs. Totally agree. The problem is we've got this crazy government system that requires people to go broke. And, yes. And that's what right. we're going to talk a little bit more about. <laughs> that's right.
1: And folks, you know, just like uh, at Secure Money Advisors, where we give you the opportunity uh, to call in and, and schedule a complimentary meeting, today we actually have some exciting news, and that is for the... The next 10 callers who call in right now, not only are you going to get a complimentary meeting with Secure Money Advisors um, to go over the five queries that we talk about in financial planning your income, taxes, investments, healthcare, and estate planning but you're also going to get the opportunity to have a complimentary meeting with Seckler Law. Now, folks, all you got to do is reach out to us. You know, I've seen other people charge up to $1,500 for these types of reviews. Uh, you know, attorneys can charge up to $500 an hour. You're going to sit down with Seckler Law at no additional cost. It's completely complimentary. But you got to do your part. You got to pick up the phone. You've got to call us and take advantage of this. Not very often on uh, at Secure Money Advisors do we have the opportunity to meet with another financial professional and do that complimentary also.
2: Hey, that sounds fantastic. Don't miss this opportunity folks, it's a good one. Give him a call 800-656-8616 Brian is there for you He can take that complex financial world but also take with an eye on estate planning as well It's a phone call away, 800-656-8616 Again, 800-656-8616 When we come back, we're going to get into Estate Planning
1: 101 where we're talking about basic wills, trusts, powers of attorney Folks, you don't want to miss this one because this is probably the most important part of your estate planning when we come right back with on the money with Secure Money. ever feel like you're fighting for financial knowledge? Don't let bad advice be a punch in the gut to your retirement. Take advantage of a complimentary no-cost, no-obligation consultation with a local, trusted financial coach. Call Brian Caranta, host of Retirement U Radio 800-656-8616 or text Brian Q to 800-656-8616. We've made it easy for you to take advantage of this fantastic offer. All you have to do is call or text Brian Q to 800 656 Five six eight six one six.
2: We are back on The Money with Secure Money. Brian Coronta, of course, is here. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Brian is president and CEO of Secure Money Advisors uh, and uh, so much more than that. And today we've got a very special guest. Uh, Tim Seckler is here from Seckler Law Firm. By the way, you can visit his website, secklerlawfirm.com. I would encourage you to check that out. If you're concerned, if you're interested in getting setting up that estate plan, if you've got questions about estate planning, now's the time. And uh, I'm going to throw it over to Brian. And uh, I mean, this has been a Great conversation so far. I'm really interested in what's coming up next.
1: Yeah, folks, and I just want to say too, if you go to secklerlaw.com, you can also find out when they're going to be having their educational events. So, if you want to get yourself educated, tell them a little bit about those educational events, real yeah, quick. Yeah,
3: so we host workshops a couple of times uh, a month. And during the workshop, you're going to find out about the documents that you probably have questions about: powers of attorney, wills, trust, the difference between revocable trust and irrevocable trust. We talk about death taxes, all the different things that we think you need to know about in order to to start the goal setting process on what your estate plan should look like. Um, I try to make it light. I try to make it funny. It's, it's not a high pressure thing. There's no, you know, sign up now and save X percent or any of that hard sales stuff at the end. It really just is a good informational um, uh, seminar. We, we do it right in our office in Cranberry Township. We do it at a couple other locations too, but you can find it all at secular law That's S E C H L E R law firm.com. So uh, Tim, Here's what I'm very interested
1: in. I want to know how does somebody go from the military to law school to then deciding to specialize in estate planning work? Right. How do
3: you get into it? Uh, accidentally is the <laughs> answer. <laughs> right. um, so now, when I was so I was in the service before law school, and I, I went through law school, and I really thought I was going to stay in the air force. That that was sort of my goal uh, going into law school, and you know, as life happens, there was a thing going on on the side, and it, and it was my grandfather's battle with Alzheimer's disease, okay? So, my grandfather was a dairy farmer. Um, he he had uh, saved well. He ends up buying out the neighboring piece of ground. He's got this big chunk of ground. Does, does I'm trying to paint a picture where he had done well for himself financially, okay? And then in 1997, he goes into a skilled nursing facility with Alzheimer's disease and, and proceeds to live in a skilled nursing facility as a private pay resident for 10 years. He passes away, away while I'm in law school, okay? Now, I knew that my granddad was in a nursing home, but as a grandchild, I wasn't privy to like the financial information of what was going on. So uh, I get out of law school and and I'm having a conversation with my dad, kind of one of those Sunday morning kitchen table conversations. And we're talking about the financial impact um, and all of the money that went out the door to the nursing home. And it was like, why didn't anybody do anything? I mean, 10 years is an awful long time to be writing these checks every month. And and it turns out my dad did go to a lawyer and the lawyer said, once somebody goes into the nursing home, there's nothing, there's nothing else you can do. There's this five-year look back period thing. There's all this thing, which, which, you know, at the time, I'd I'd like to give the guy the benefit of the doubt. This was before uh, there were many attorneys talking about this stuff, but I did some homework and realized I could have saved my family six figures multiple times over Wow! had I implemented some of these techniques. And and for me, it was like, man, there's a mission I can get behind. So I, I started this work not to really do the estate planning, the wills and trusts, but really to help families manage this crisis nursing home thing that we right. were talking about. Now, as time goes on, the, it turns out some of the best tools to, to be able to confront that risk are estate planning tools using different trusts and powers of attorney document and, and different things. And so I got into it based on personal experience, really trying trying to help people with a very specific issue that is the the threat of long-term care. And of course, then the, the practice has grown over time and and uh, and sort of morphed and now it's predominantly an estate planning practice. But. You
1: know, it's interesting because, you know, my story is very similar in how I got in the financial industry. You know, my dad had a Montgomery Wards catalog store. Uh, Montgomery Wards filed for bankruptcy. My parents went through a hard time financially and that's when money became, you know, the, the, the centerpiece of my life because my parents didn't have it. Right. And so, it's interesting when those stories happen, how much you're motivated to go out there and make a change. Um, When you're meeting people for the first time um, and you're seeing maybe what they have or haven't done with their estate planning, Mm -hmm. uh, do you find that most people are just very confused of what they should have, uh, what they shouldn't have, because it seems like everybody will come in and say, uh, I, I need to get a trust. And I would say that
3: a trust isn't great for everybody, is right. it? No, it, it, a trust is the tool, like a hammer or a screwdriver, right? right? I mean, so is is there anything good about a, a hammer or a screwdriver? I, I suppose it means it, it depends on what you're trying to accomplish, right? And so we have to have a conversation. If you're trying to cut down a tree,
1: a screwdriver wouldn't it's be It's right right? <laughs> not the right one,
3: right? the right one. So... so you know, the, the the goal that we try to do, and we spend a lot of time with our clients, we do the workshop and then we have the, the, the consultation that we do. Uh, and it's really about let's talk about your family. Let's talk about your money. Let's talk about your goals. Let's talk about what keeps you up at night. And then we can start talking about what tool do I pull out of the box to solve the concern, right? And so it's not a one-size fits-all um, solution, you know and and so a lot of the and, and this is all confusing stuff and I get that it's confusing stuff. That's why we do a seminar where half the thing is jokes, right because we're, we're trying to like reduce the stress and just talk about what what do you want this picture to look like for your family and yeah
1: a great great point because you know one of the things that as a fiduciary and you guys take that same fiduciary role on where what's in the client's best interest there's lots of tools for me to use in financial planning. There's lots of tools for you to use in estate planning. That's right. But the question is, just because your neighbor, Bob, has an estate or a, you know a trust set up or you know he's done something unique with his estate planning doesn't mean you necessarily have right. to do it. But there are basic documents you right. would say that people need, right? I mean, for example, like a will should be a staple yes.
3: legal document. Every people estate should have, plan right? gets a will. The question is whether we add a trust to it. Got it. And so, um, Will financial power of attorney, medical directive is is like those three documents make up the base a uh, basic estate plan. And now wills can get quite complicated. So just because that's the basic estate plan, I've, I've written wills that can be 60, 70 pages long, right? Wow. So it really depends on what, what it is that we're trying to accomplish. And, and really what we're managing with these documents is, is two things. Who's in control of me and my things and who's got access to me and my things, okay? Mm-hmm. And so I look at the documents as like these little machines that we can pull this lever here and we can turn this snob over there. And folks, for the next 10 callers, we're giving a very
1: unique offer uh, on the show here today, where not only are you going to get a complimentary um, right track retirement meeting with Secure Money Advisors, but at the same time, when you call in, you are also going to get a complimentary meeting uh, with Secular Law. And you're going to be invited to one of their upcoming events so that you can get educated on exactly what you need to do. But you've got to do your part. You've got to pick up the phone. This is not the time to procrastinate procrastinate or kick the can down the road. Having your plan together going into retirement or before retirement, having all your I's dotted and your T's crossed is truly what gives you peace of mind and security moving forward. So call us today and schedule.
2: Take advantage of this offer. Again, it's unique today. 800-656-8616 is the number. If you need some help with estate planning, that's part of the package today. 800-656-8616. Folks, when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation
1: with Tim Seckler from Secular Law today, and we're going to be talking about post-death administration. What in the world does that mean? You don't want to miss this segment when we come right back with On the Money with Secure Money. He's letting the clock run out on his Social Security to age 70 for maximum benefits, and here comes the Roth conversion. He's got some outstanding coaching with that lifetime income plan. He's created his own pension as well, and it looks like he's going to go... All the way! Play your best retirement game. Call Brian Q, 800-656-8616, or text Brian Q to 800-656-8616. Call or text Brian Q to 800-656-8616.
2: We are back on the money with Secure Money. Brian Quarant is here, and uh, Tim Seckler is here from Seckler Law Firm, and we are talking about estate planning in all aspects of it. And this is something as well, Brian, that, I, I mean, I'm sitting here listening and taking notes because this is really great information. Yeah, and this is why
1: I really enjoy working with Tim because, one, he believes in education, but two, um, you know, most attorneys uh, really can't explain these complicated things in a simple way, and Tim does such a good job in making the experience of putting together an estate plan actually kind of fun. <laughs> and that's that's kind of unheard of uh, when you're dealing with attorneys. But I want to get back to something Tim and I were talking about at the beginning of the last segment. I kind of took him off track a little bit, but the the, the post-death administration. So, right. you know, I was saying that, you know, most people get all this estate planning work uh, put together and, and then of course, something happens. They don't have anybody there to help them administrate it. So, you know, let's say my mom and dad die. Uh, what do I do? Just come and hand everything over to you guys and you help us go through the process? What does that look
3: like? So um, first, uh, a a bit of like a a pro tip up front is you should really be chatting with your parents about their stuff, okay? Now, not every parent wants to show like where how much money they have and all of that, but it's at least helpful to have like a list of financial accounts, a list of the assets that they own handy somewhere because without that, you're digging through their trash and you're digging through their mail and you're digging through filing and cabinets trying to figure out what the heck am I even dealing with here, right? So the first step is trying to figure out um, sort of where we are in this process and what the heck do mom and dad have. Okay. So the first legal step we're going to do, let's assume that your parents' estate plan uh, consists of a will as the primary document. Well, just because Brian is named as the executor of the will doesn't mean you can start doing things. We have to get you to the courthouse and get you sworn in, right? So you would go to the courthouse with a lawyer. And by the way, folks, something like 99% of executors hire lawyers because you you sort of need a, a, a tour guide on this, on this journey. But we get, we file the proper paperwork. We get you sworn in. They give you some paperwork that now allows you to go to the banks and allows you to go to the financial institutions and, and Penn dot and whomever and start garnering the assets and figuring out what the heck did mom and dad do around here in the process. You're working with the lawyer to understand the will and who's to get what we're going to counsel you on uh, any death taxes that need to be paid. So like, for example, Pennsylvania has an inheritance tax and most that applies to, to most assets that we're going to be dealing with. Uh, um, there's different rates for the inheritance tax, depending on who's getting the money. So the lineal descendants, kids, grandkids, four and a half points. Uh, spouses, by the way, are zero are percent. Siblings are 12 percent. Everybody else is, is 15. Nieces, nephews, friends, neighbors is 15 points. But let's just assume. Mom and Dad passed away. The money's going to the kids. So there's a four and a half percent death tax. It's not technically due to Pennsylvania until the nine month mark, but they give us a discount if we pay it at the three month mark.
1: You know, Tim, I always say they give you nine months to get in the world. They give you nine months to get out. <laughs> That's it.
3: That's, <laughs> it. That's right. So so we got to pay the death tax, and you know we're sorry. And we send an estimated payment right because at the at the three month mark we might not even know exactly what all the assets were, what's the values and whatnot. But we're going to pay a death tax um, then. we're we're sending notices putting things in a paper putting uh, getting uh, all the beneficiaries notices that they're entitled to things we're on the lookout for are there any creditor claims did dad still have a mortgage did he have final medical expenses was he in a nursing home is there a state claim so we're trying to figure out the sort of the assets and debts right Um, and then as time goes on we go through the process of and the state has a very uh, regulated structure of who gets paid first if there are creditors so we go through that analysis, pay them. Um, eventually, we get to the point where, like if you're one of three kids, we're going to divide by the percentages allocated in the will and we're going to distribute the money. But there's, there's all these steps that have to occur first. And one of the biggest frustrations and why we tend to use a lot of trust in our office, and it depends on the type of trust, but um, in an estate, your assets are subject to creditor's claims. So let's say I die in an accident where... Um, I die in a car accident, but it was my fault. And I, I, unfortunately, I killed another person on the way out, right? So, there's going to be a lawsuit that my assets are potentially subject to this lawsuit. Well, in an estate, creditors have 12 months to come out of the woodwork to say, Tim owed me money right? Um, Whether it is that accident that is going to be an apparent risk that we have or whether it's some contractor who thinks I owed him money from 20 years ago. People have 12 months to come out of the woodwork and say, Tim owed me money. Well, that means two things. One, those creditors might actually have a valid claim and can get to the money. But two, even if there are no creditors, we kind of have to hold some of the money for twelve months because if we distribute the money early, wow, and then a creditor comes out, just in case, my executor is personally liable for having made the distribution. So you could, tour. so
1: so let's say somebody didn't use a law firm and they go ahead and they distribute the assets to their to their family members, right? And they close out the estate um, and they I do this within you know a three month period, right? Well, they still have uh, time to where these creditors could come in and That's all of right. a sudden now they got to take that
3: money out of their pocket and pay them off And the executor are personally responsible for the money what? so good luck getting the money back from your sibling down yeah, right it, right <laughs> so so this is yeah. one of the many counseling issues we talk about now one of the reasons and there what are about credit cards how does that work like well so, 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 yeah. yeah so they have a valid claim but right. they, they fall kind of lower on the list of creditors that they could get to the money right Got it. so yeah so um the the and, and look this is not legal advice I'm not saying don't you know stiff the credit card companies but a lot of them fall lower in the order of creditor claims and a lot of those debts are occasionally settled in one Um, but, um, you know, the, the, I guess the, my thought, and, and this is kind of going back to the first segment when we were talking about an estate plan is more than just a document it's thought through. We're counseling our clients on this, right? Because one of the things that my clients tell me all the time is I don't want to be a burden on my children. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so we hear that too here all the time. And so once People have gone through the education. They tend to come around to the use of trust because, with a certain type of trust—not every trust—but with a certain type of trust, we can we can have the assets or, or a bulk of the assets not subject to creditor claims when you pass away. Which means two things: one, they're not going to get the money, but second, because it's not subject to the creditor claims, we can distribute the money at a much earlier time because we're not we're not concerned about uh, about the family. Uh, so you don't have to reserve those dollars, right.
1: Right. Tim. Again, all this is just great stuff, and this is why I love talking with you and I love working with your firm. Uh, because you guys believe in the same things that we do, L- high levels of organization and education. Folks, take advantage of our offer today. For the next 10 callers who call in right now, we are going to give you two complimentary reviews today. One with Secure Money Advisors, a complimentary financial review, but you're also going to get a complimentary review with secular Law, and you're going to get a personal invitation to one of their upcoming events, but you got to do your part. Call us today and schedule.
2: 800-656-8616. Again, 800-656-8616. Brian As always, this has been a very special show. A pleasure to meet you, Tim. And, And again, this is something that you don't do very often, Brian.
1: No, and Tim, thank you so much for being here. We look forward to having you again in the future. Thanks for the invite. A lot of fun. Folks, thanks again. We'll see you next week again with On The Money with Secure Money.
0: refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company.
3: Coach P Radio.